because this is a power rankings pod and we we texted a little bit about this, I figured yeah. we'd we'd on air produce this. Should we start at the bottom yes. and then to the top? So I think I think we yeah. should start at the bottom. So we're gonna start with the 10 teams that are not going to be invited to play basketball anymore uh, following Sunday. And we're not going to do this as far as like how good or bad these teams are right now. I want to say like how good I feel about where the teams are moving forward um, after this year, based on their young core, based on the likelihood that they're maybe going to get a decent pick based on, you know, um, just their general situation. Um, so we're going to start at the bottom. Can you take a guess where I'm going to go for the bottom? So this is the worst situation in the this league? is the situation that if I was a fan of this team, I would be like FML. Um, this isn't fun. I don't like where I am. You know, with that, with those parameters. I mean, you can go a couple different ways. I, There's a few different directions. you could I'm go. guessing you're going to go Sacramento. I think I'm going to go Sacramento. Sacramento's 30. Okay. I think I'm going to go Sacramento. And like, I feel bad saying that because Darren Fox and Demonis Sabonis are like good basketball players, quite good basketball players. Both, you know, one has made all-star teams. The other could be in the all-star conversation at some point. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Harrison Barnes is a good basketball player. Uh, hashtag trade Julius for, <laughs> for, for Harrison. For Harrison Barnes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit of a long hashtag. Um, but like, I just don't know. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be excited about there if I'm then. Um, and it's not even like, like, yeah, they have decent odds at jumping into the top four. They have, uh, I think, do some very quick math here, about a little bit more than 30%, like 32%. It'll be like one in three chance of jumping into the top four. But like, you know, Literally you look at their- 32% on Tankathon. I, yeah. I still have it up. So there you go. Um, where do you see where do you see the on Tankathon the exact odds to jump into the top four? What so on the on? NBA home page where we do the lottery uh, sim, there's a column for top four and then got it. I see overall. It. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, they're gonna be my number 30. Again, it, number 20, I, I think all of these bottom ones are interesting. Um, my number 29. I feel a little bit bad doing this because it feels like they should be higher, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go Portland here Ooh. Be- because okay. I, th- I think Portland is in a little bit of a, between a rock and a hard place. Um, I like Anthony Simons, but Anthony Simons is also a restricted free agent. And like, this is a down market and he's going to want a lot of money and someone's going to pay him a lot of money if they don't do it. So like, what do they do there? And then what else do they have? I mean, Nurkic is an unrestricted free agent and it all, all of this revolves around Dame and yes, I understand they have their own pick and they have the new Orleans pick. Okay. So they have like, you know, a little bit better than Sacramento, 37% chance of jumping into the top four, but like we've already heard reports. Dame wants to be the highest paid player in basketball. Hmm. So do you give him that contract and continue to try to build around him or do you trade him? And if you try to trade him this summer, what are you getting for Dame? You know, yeah, no, I, I struggle with Portland because of the Dame question being such a a large question and it's like injury related. It's a similar question to what I have with, with, um, uh, with Washington, you know, like I, 
like the Bradley Beal question we're, looms large over. We're going to get sure to Washington. We're, sure, we're going to get to them soon as we, well. I mean, we could. I could put. So they're the next team for me. They're the next team. Okay. Yeah. So they're twenty eight, and it's a six of one half dozen the other. I guess the difference with with Washington is like I feel a little bit better about the Beal situation than I do about the Dame situation, slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like, but they're they're kind of in the same boat. Uh, you like, I don't I don't really love any of their young players either. It's so the thing about that's the thing about Portland then is that it's not like the, with the other teams that are clearly worse that are going to have better lottery odds. There's young players to point to and say, all right, there's a future there, which is why Houston hasn't come up yet. It's why Orlando hasn't come up yeah. yet. It's why some of the other teams well, that it's why some OKC of them might be coming up soon. Yeah. But like the reason these are at the the bottom is because there's no uh, to to use the Knicks buzzword. There's no young core to be excited about and the potential. There's yeah. like you mentioned, and, uh, Simons is probably the the most exciting of yeah. the three, but. I see a ceiling. If, if Sacramento had Halliburton, this would be different, but I see a ceiling on what that team could be. It's they like a 40, 43 win team in the yeah. Western conference, which what is, what does that mean? Yeah. You know? So now these are uh, for what they were doing with the bottom of the power rankings. I, this I think is the appropriate three. Um, I feel a little bad about putting the team next that I'm going to put next, but I, if I'm doing, if I'm really doing this for my, God, I have to put them here next. Um, it's not New York yet. It's it's actually Orlando. And I, I feel a little bit bad about that because I like Cole Anthony. I think he's a nice player. His efficiency has fallen off a cliff this year. I know he's a second year guy. Like maybe that rebounds, but like, what is he? Is he just like a six man? Is he just like a, you know, that I'm not sure where his ceiling is. And he was like in the very, very, very fringes of the all-star conversation for a hot minute there. Um, and, and certainly in the most improved conversation. So he's kind of falling off. I like Franz Wagner, um, you know, and they have some like Jonathan Isaac, like, does he come back and make an impact? Like, what is Markel? Fl- they have these like interesting things, um, Wendell Carter Jr. But I don't, I don't know that there's one guy there that I feel great about. And it's also, it's Orlando. It's not a historically great market, um, you know, for drawing talent. Like they have good odds to get in the top. I'll say that. But there's a there's a jump after Washington to Orlando. I think we're in like the next tier. Like oh, I, so we I'm, ended a tier. Wow. Okay. <laughs> let me let me would, prepare myself. I, feel, I wasn't ready for that. I feel um I feel immeasurably better about Orlando than I do about any of the first three teams I mentioned. But if I'm gonna if I have to stick a team at the bottom of this next year, I think it has to be Orlando. You factor in lottery odds. You factor in that we're now approaching the like the lottery luck situation where the unknown of what yeah. these young, this, these young players could become. Um, I think the Orlando's the worst of said group. And uh, I mean, I'm curious to see where you go with the next three or four picks. And, and by the way, there's a 50, 50 chance that uh, Orlando finishes sixth in the lottery, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why like, this is a really, this is a really tough year to be like, well, if they have the best or the second best, because there is a such a clear top four here, yeah. Um, and and even in that top four, this is not looked at as a superstar. There's no Zion. There's no AD, as, as many have said. So I'm putting Orlando here, but it, but a, a tear up. Next up is where God, I'm, I'm staring at that orange and blue logo here. <sighs> People are gonna get mad at me if I put them here because it's not time. 
So let's let's talk it out. So okay. here are the other here are the other candidates. I don't think Oklahoma City is a candidate to go here. They have Shea Gildas Alexander and a million billion picks and good odds to get into the top four. And like Josh Giddy's really good. And like they have other good young players that they had they actually need it. They like the absurdity of their tanking. Like they have to tank, they have to sit these kids who are like mm-hmm. not even great basketball players yet because those kids were like doing so well. So yeah. OKC has neutralized the fact that they're not a free agent destination. Yeah. By the fact that they have all the assets for they're trying to game the system. Yeah, yeah. Like they've figured out that like, okay, no one's actually going to come choose to come here. So we're going to have to make a trade. So undeniably enticing to another team, yeah. which is why they're a Zion candidate, which is why they're like next disgruntled star that wants to leave. And then a, a franchise is like, all right, we'll just or, take all the picks then, you know, or, or they get the fourth or fifth pick and this will be tough with the fifth. Even but like, more let's so. say, Let's say they get the fifth pick in this year's draft, the fourth pick in SGA for the top pick. Like, I don't know what they think of Chet Holmgren, but like, or Jabari Smith or whatever, but like that's on the table too. Um, we know they tried to go get Cade last year. So I'm not putting them here. I'm definitely not putting Detroit here. They have Cade Cunningham. That's the they end have, of the, yeah, that's the end of that conversation. Um, the, the one people are going to want me to put here is the Lakers, right? Which is not, I, I can't do it yet. So this is, I think, where we need to clarify what the exercise is. Like, how do you feel about the team moving forward? And I can't say they have LeBron James feel- and Anthony Davis. Yeah, exactly. they could be you in know. the finals next year if they get rid of one player. Yeah, and I'm not and saying they- that's going to be easy. Like Mark Stein had a great newsletter today about like they're thinking about maybe waving and stretching. Um, like there, there is no obvious great trade that is that Russ for this. And it's going to put them right back in the conversation. Like they just really, they don't have a roster other than those two guys. And, and they, they may not even be able to sign, resign Malik Monk, who's arguably their third best player. So like there are real issues there. I still can't put them down here. Um, so then we're basically talking about the Knicks, the Rockets or the Pacers. Did I miss anybody? San Antonio. San Antonio is in the plan. So oh, we, so they're they not part qualify, of this conversation. So they don't qualify. So if yeah. it's of those remaining, if, Okay. I and see so, here now. so, right. so the Knicks are a better free agent destination, obviously, than the Pacers. Um, I think RJ Barrett is a better long term prospect than Tyrese Halliburton, although there are people around the NBA who would disagree with that. Um, I like what the, the what were you going to say? This isn't their list. This isn't their list. This is not. Um, I, they have like Duarte is nice. The Jackson kid from Kentucky is nice. Like I, they've, they, they still have Miles Turner under contract, decent trade asset. They still have Malcolm Brogdon under contract, decent trade asset. Like they have some stuff. Um, and then Houston, I was, I was texting uh, someone who, someone else who covers the Knicks about Houston's young core. Like, Houston, like Jalen, Jalen Green's come on. Like they have five Sinj- straight games of 30 points for Green lately. So, Every time I look up, he's in the box score with 30 points. Look it up. Well, I, I mean, they also have Sinjun, Sengun, mm-hmm. Sinjun. They have Garuba. If you want to throw Kevin Porter Jr. in there, like Christian Wood, decent little trade asset. Like they, uh, Eric Gordon will fetch something this summer. I don't know what. Uh, there's probably someone else that I'm forgetting in terms of their young players. But yeah, just to your, your point before, um, last seven games for the Rockets, Jalen Green, 29 points per game. On forty nine percent from the field and forty five percent from three. Again, these yeah. games mean nothing. But like, um, Kevin Porter Jr. twenty three points a game. 
Sinjun, 14 uh, points a game, nine rebounds, four assists. Not bad from your big man. Uh, you know, Josh Christopher, another mildly. Oh, Jay Sean Tate, all rookie first team. Jay Sean Tate, uh, Kenya Martin Jr. Like they have good stuff. I, man, this is where Houston goes. You can't have a good seven games at the end of the year and then just be like, oh, but the rest of the season where we were wondering if he should have taken Evan Mobley, right. just, like doesn't matter. Like I'm, okay. I'm not, no, I will say this. So there was a poll that uh, friends of the pod from the uh, Noble and Roosh pod. Um, Roosh is a Rockets fan, I guess, in the Rockets circle. And he put out a poll because his co-host, oh, yeah. I Zach saw that. Noble, was arguing like, yeah. who would you rather have, RJ Barrett or... Jalen Green, and because it originally bounced around Rockets world, it was like 70-30 toward Jalen Green, and so Noble hit me up like, hey, like I need help with yeah. this poll, and then it bounced around Nick's world, and after 8,000 votes on that poll, RJ Barrett won 51-49. There you go. Okay. And like when we're activated, awesome, but <laughs> I do think it's closer than, than people think. Be- because of that, and because, by the way, the Rockets have traded away shit down of their own pick. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. Uh, so we went Pacers with the last spot. What was Pacers? Pacers were 27? Oh, so you, I thought we went Orlando with the last spot. No, it was Orlando, then Indiana. Okay. Orlando, Indy, Houston. Then here can be the Knicks. Then here can be the Knicks. So the Knicks are 23. I'm losing count. 24. Uh, 24. If you look at the Google Doc, I yes. have it. Okay. If you- if you want to, but I I'm keeping track. I will help you with this, which means we have three teams left, Detroit, Oklahoma city, and the Lakers. I'll put the Lakers here at 23. Um, really? Yeah. I, um, I love what OKC is doing. And I, I mean, so I need to then clarify, what is this? What is this exercise? What we're doing? Cause is this like for next year? No, it's moving forward. It's moving forward. But Moving forward could be next year. And next next year is like the biggest thing to get is a big part of it. But like the Lakers also have no picks in the future. And like there's a very significant chance that like they don't figure out how to turn Russ into enough to get them from the seventh worst team in the league to a champion. All right. You know, um, I, I'm just you've done this with me before where it's like they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like that's that's a thing. And we're we're a, a better phone call away from them having DeRozan instead of. You know, instead of Russ, <sighs> you know, like if, if you believe what Magic says this week that, you know, that that he was they were this close to getting to Rosen and then LeBron and Russ had a phone call and he was it. like, you know what, let's team up. Then where are the Lakers right now? I mean, it's a great what off. What if? But it's part of the reason why I'm putting them here, okay. uh, which brings us to OKC and and Detroit. I will go. <sighs> Man, I like some of Detroit's other young players too. But I mean, mm. that Bagley element of this, the, the Marvin Bagley element of this, it's is interesting. Fascinating. Yeah, it's interesting. They still have Grant to trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go OKC uh, twenty-two, and I'll go Detroit twenty-one. That seems fitting. You know, only because again, Detroit is their third in the in the lot. So again, Detroit can fall to seventh. Um, very easily, actually, they could fall to seven, but fifty percent, fifty-two percent chance of of getting in the um, damn in the top four. Or LeBron. 
Well, it sucks for him. That, that's um, okay. what this is. It's an anti-LeBron list is what this is. I see where you are. I see you, uh, Macri. Hashtag hater. Hater.